0: Soul. This is the Katie Blair Podcast, aka your activation station for magnetizing and normalizing your next inevitable massive up-leveling. I'm a virtual coach who focuses on designing your most epic human experience through building a purpose-filled and aligned lifestyle and/or business. If you're obsessed with quantum up-leveling and you're done settling for anything less than everything you desire, you have arrived right on time. Hello, ladies! Welcome back to the Katie Blair Podcast. Today on this episode, I am sharing with you a newfound, extremely deep sister friend and magic woman. Danelle Barbara is a woman's wellness speaker and guide. She believes in the body's ability to heal and guides women to connect to their body and find empowerment on their self-healing path. She's devoted to remembering ...and repairing the sacred web of life and infuses earth wisdom in all her coaching practice and educational teachings. Since 2008, Danelle has done extensive study in the fields of health, healing, personal transformation, indigenous wisdom, plant medicine, and history... All of this culminates in her mission to lead people to be in loving relationships with their body and Earth's body. She received her master's in integrative health studies from California Institute of Integral Studies and a A. A bachelor's in history from UC Davis. Danelle, welcome to the show. Thanks, Katie. I'm so happy to be here so happy so i had the pleasure of getting to meet danelle danelle was just on maui for a few months and through a mutual friend we were able to connect and it was one of those connections very instantaneously it was like oh here you are i've waited for you my whole life and through the process of getting to know danelle over the last few weeks i have come to learn so much about what she is most known for which is the cervix and cervical wellness and how it relates to our innate power as women at levels that I had never even comprehended or had known. And so it was literally a no-brainer through all of these conversations that we had to bring this here as well to share some of this wisdom that has been coming through her. So, Danelle, I would love for you to just share... How did you come into this work? It was this story that really, was like, oh my gosh, okay, this woman is absolutely amazing. Can you share with us your story of how this has come into your life?
1: Yes, I will do my best to keep it truncated as it's a very long, circuitous, swirly story. Um, But I feel like it's actually a really beautiful one that I'm honored to share. So hi, everybody. I'm Danelle, and my work, Cervical Wellness, came from actually one of the more darker places of my life, So it started at the very beginning, um, at the age of 19, actually, when I was first diagnosed with HPV and cervical dysplasia, which is considered, quote, like an abnormal pap smear. So when you get a pap smear done and it comes back abnormal, it's usually one of two things. You have tested positive for HPV the human papillomavirus, and or you have cervical dysplasia, which means abnormal cells on the cervix and is considered a precancerous condition. So when I received this diagnosis at 19, I, I literally I didn't know what that meant or anything. I didn't even know why I was having a pap smear, what was being checked. I don't even think I had heard the word cervix before. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I just lived my life. I was told that I was young and I didn't have to worry about it. So I didn't worry about it. And lo and behold, um, over the next four years, I continued to have abnormal pap smears, and I continued to have cervical dysplasia that was worsening. It was getting worse and worse, closer and closer to cervical cancer. And because I was so young, you know, 19 to 23, um, my doctors are very... Confused as to why I wasn't healing. And I went through a whole process around medical bullying where they really wanted to give me what was called the LEAP procedure that I actually scared myself out of by looking up images of what is done to your cervix during a LEAP procedure. Um, They tried to give me the HPV vaccine, but I was like, I already have HPV. Why do I need a vaccine for something I already have? And so because I was denying their treatment protocol, I, I experienced a lot of shaming, a lot of bullying in, in the gynecologist office throughout this whole period of having worsening cervical dysplasia. So the a crux point that happened was when four years into my diagnosis... I wasn't listening to the doctors according to them so they sent me away to this very fancy teaching hospital to you know talk to one of the big wig gynecologists you know like you're not listening to us so you'll maybe listen to this authority figure Um, and it was in that um, pap smear and colposcopy biopsy which is they take um, like a snip or cell samples of the cervix that is really quite painful it was in this Um, this appointment did like this doctor wheel around to me and say, you know, Danelle, you're not listening to us. And I'm sorry, there's nothing more that we can do for you. And so she sent me out the door with sin three cervical dysplasia, which is like one of the highest grades of cervical dysplasia with nothing. They didn't, I would ask questions about like, how can I help myself? What can I do? And they literally told me nothing, nothing that I would do or could do to help myself. And so I walked out of that appointment fully believing that I was going to die an early death from cervical cancer. And so Mm -hmm. in in the shower right after returning home from from this doctor's appointment where I felt like they kind of just sent me out the door to... to develop develop cancer, there came a moment where it was like my body turned on for the first time, or it felt like, like a light switch turning on within my body. And for the first time, I heard the voice of my body, which the voice of my body has now become a very deep part of my practice. But for the first time, I heard this voice, and this voice said, Danelle, something is clearly wrong but you know what, we're going to figure this out. We've got this. And Mm. I stepped out of the shower after having literally been like a puddle on the floor in the shower. I stepped out of the shower and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, we're going to figure this out. We've got this. And so for three years, I went on this really epic journey of learning everything I could about the cervix, about women's reproductive health, about how human bodies heal, about different, you know, medical medicine practices beyond allopathy or Western medicine. And during those three years, I continued to have abnormal pap smears. And I continued to face, you know, my medical doctor's and their push for me to have these procedures that just really didn't feel good to me but I mm-hmm. was developing a very deep relationship with my body and my body continuously telling me like we're going to figure this out we've got this we've got this so seven years after my initial diagnosis <clears throat> I um, I get a phone call from my doctor on a Saturday. And it was very strange because doctors don't call you and they don't call you on a Saturday. So I felt really mm-hmm. afraid. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to tell me I have full blown cancer. Um, but she, I picked up the phone and she's like, Danelle, you know that pap smear you just had like earlier this week? I had, I think I had a pap on a Wednesday and she was waiting for my results to come in. And she said, your results came in. You know, last night, right when I was leaving, and I couldn't wait till Monday to tell you. She said, Danelle, your pap smear is clear. HPV Mm -hmm. is no longer present in your body, and your cervix is the healthiest that I have ever seen it. And in that moment, I just started laughing hysterically. I was just like, oh my gosh, I did it. I freaking did it. I healed myself. And that elation very quickly turned into anger. Where I realized that over these three years, I had taught myself so much about the cervix and about the body and about women's health that nobody ever shared ever with me growing up or when I was in the doctor's office, and so I started to devote myself to sharing this information and um, really starting to want like want to tell women about this. And so the the next piece of the story is a little more mystical. And um, right, so right when I found out that I had healed myself, and deciding that I wanted to share about the cervix and about women's reproductive health, I uh, had just graduated grad school. So I had taken myself back to grad school during like the healing journey of abnormal pap smears to learn about how you know human bodies heal and health and wellness and whatnot and so when I was finishing grad school I decided that I wanted to take myself on a trip in celebration and um, I took myself to Maui actually so when it came time to to leave to go to Maui on this trip after I graduated, you know, I had just found out my pap smears were clear for the first time. I was celebrating. Mm-hmm. I had just finished grad school. I also found out that I was pregnant and I didn't necessarily, I wasn't ready to be a mother at that time. And so, you know, there are many details to this story that I won't go into here, but long story short is I ended up needing to release the pregnancy while i was on maui and as i was on maui and as i was um bleeding you know this this pregnancy or this you know releasing of the pregnancy i was walking through the forest or the jungle of maui and you know As I was on Maui, I I was really starting to consider and feel into how I wanted to share this information about the cervix and and what this means, because it's a very taboo subject. You know, people get very uncomfortable hearing about um, the cervix or just like the depths of the pelvis. So as I was on Maui and I was walking through the jungle bleeding Um, I was actually free bleeding uh, just because that felt like what my body wanted to do. And I was alone and just considering all the synchronicities that had just occurred, like here I am having healed my body, but now going through this, you know, dark experience and just trying to really feel into like why this is all happening to me at this time right now. And. You know, over those three years, I had really developed a very deep relationship with my body and, and hearing the voice of my body. And so, as I was walking through the jungle, bleeding, um, it it was like another voice came to me. It was, but it was, this time it was the voice of the land. And every time a drop of my blood actually dripped on the land, um, this voice would emerge. And this voice said to me, Danelle you have gone through a lot with your reproductive system and you have been primed to share about the the darkened experiences of being in a female body. And as I was bleeding, like this, this these messages started to come through and they, they said, like the, I'm saying they, <laughs> the voice said to me, Danelle, you must talk about the cervix. You must talk about these hush, hush, um, subject matters regarding the female reproductive system that aren't all about like joy and pleasure and lightness, but really more of like the shadowy experiences. Um, I, I don't think the voice said it in that exact way because I was kind of in a, you know, um, opened space in my mind and in my heart. Um, but I, I, f- I left Maui having you know terminated this pregnancy having really celebrated the the fact that i had healed my my cervix myself and came back from maui and f- Dove headfirst, headlong into being a voice for the cervix, for being a voice for women's reproductive system and the magic and beauty that can come from this place. When we move through and beyond these darkened experiences of our body and we um, open ourselves up to the magic that lies there, it it changes us. It changes who we are. And so, for the past now four and a half years, I have been. De- deeply devoted to sharing about the cervix, to sharing about how when we open ourselves up to revealing these shadowy places within our pelvis that actually deep power emerges. And so now here I am being a voice Mm -hmm. for the cervix and talking about the deep shadowy
0: places that so many of
1: us are afraid to go to.
0: It's just, it's literally one of the most phenomenal stories that I've ever heard. I think, especially at that age, you know, to go to the doctor and to be told something like this, and from these medical professionals that we're, you know, we look up to and we trust and we respect for them to say the only way is surgery, and for you to essentially say, but actually, no, I'm not going to do that. I think that takes some willpower that is just, it's like through the roof that you were able to cultivate that within yourself. And, that, you know, that was happening because this was in alignment with your dharma. You were supposed to Google those photos and have it scare you. You were supposed to hold back. You were supposed to get angry. You were supposed to find another way and then you found another way. And then that bliss of healing your body turns to the anger and you go through this whole dark shadowy side within the womb, but then that opens other doors. You know, it's such a process of the magic of the light and the dark of what it means to be a woman and Mm. what would you say now from where you stand like what is the magic of the cervix what really is the cervix in your eyes
1: Mm. Mm. yeah so what's most present right now um, for me and my work in terms of the magic of the cervix is, I see the cervix as this um, very sacred portal within our bodies that is like a bridge between the inner world of our womb or of like our pelvis where we gestate and and you know create. And, you know, tap into our expression, you know, within our inner world, it is through the cervix that all of this is birthed. It is through the cervix that who we are is brought out to the light of day. And just the other day I had a client call and um, a piece that came through is like the cervix is like our deep inner eye. So, you know, we have our third eye, which, you know, gives us vision beyond what we can see in this realm, you know, through visions and and. I'll just say vision, <laughs> but mm-hmm. what cervix is, is it is like a spotlight of our inner world, of the the pieces of ourself that perhaps we want to turn away from or we feel shame about or resistant towards. Cervix guides us to one, love those pieces of ourselves, but two, to actually allow them to come out. And this is one of the, the medicines of cervix for us women is to actually one, allow ourselves to drop in here, to feel it, to, to tap into this place in our body, which for so many of us, holds a lot of pain, a lot of trauma, a lot of fear, because um, it's literally the deepest part of our pelvis. It's at the end of the vaginal canal, or it's like at the base of the uterus. And so, so often we'll do these womb connection practices, but we're just connecting to like usually the top or the body of the uterus. And I invite us to actually go deeper, go deeper, down, down, down to the cervix where it's exposed in the vaginal canal. So it's this bridge, this threshold place. And when we connect there very often what comes through is first all the pieces that we have tried to push and hide away, which a lot has to do with our sexual history mm-hmm. um, with the way we associate with our body. Um, you know, the stories that have been imprinted on us from our mother, all of that is held there. But once you, once you sift through that and get through you know, the the preliminary things that cervix is pointing us towards, what cervix then guides us to do is to take those seeds within our heart and within our womb that we have been just holding on to for who knows how long and guides us to bring them out into the world, whether that's a creation or a business or a new way of expression like singing or dancing or art Mm -hmm. or... Cervix will guide us to different places, different people. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there.
0: Oh, no, I didn't say anything. I was just like, ooh, ah. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, cervix is this, um, huh, Well, as I was just telling you before we get on the call, like I think of cervix as like this inner oracle. So, you know, tarot cards or divination is very popular right now, you know, pull a card at the beginning of the day. Well, I invite us actually to drop into the cervix and let cervix tell us what quality of energy we are living in today because cervix is what guides us into moment-by-moment expression, moment-by-moment reorientation and realignment into who we are on this planet. And so Mm -hmm. for all the women who are experiencing pain in their cervix or abnormal cells on their cervix or cervical polyps, cysts, um, these are all actually invitations to to turn inwards, to drop in and connect to cervix, to see what cervix is trying to tell you because through all of these conditions or pain, cervix is communicating and it's up to us to decide to listen. Mm, That is so,
0: so beautiful how you just said that. So you talk about, you use the term like the wisdom of the pelvis a Mm. lot. How is it? the wisdom how does the wisdom of the cervix play into the bigger picture of the wisdom of the pelvis
1: Mhm. Yeah so, you know, particularly in the female pelvis, um we hold the codes of birth, death and rebirth. Mm-hmm. And it's only within the female pelvis that this exists. And so the wisdom of the pelvis, when I speak about that, I'm speaking about tapping into like the entirety of our pelvic bowl. So, you know, all of our female reproductive organs of the ovaries and the uterus and and the cervix and the blood within the womb, um, that right there is to me like a, a third brain within our body. So, you know, we have our brain brain, we have our... Um, Actually, it's like our fourth brain in the body. We have our brain brain, our heart brain, where we can move from the heart. We can move from the the stomach because uh, there's you know enough nerve uh, nerve endings. I'm sorry, neurons in the stomach that represents like a cat's brain. So we have like our solar plexus brain, and then we also have our womb brain. And yeah. I have found that when we with female anatomy choose to move from our pelvis that we make very different decisions. We make very different life choices. Um, and the, where cervix differentiates from this is I see the cervix as like the pinnacle of pelvic intuition of mm-hmm. pelvic wisdom. So it is basically impossible to not be connected to your whole body when you are dropped into your cervix so the face of the cervix which is at the end of the vaginal canal like when you have a speculum inside of you you're looking at the the doctors or you if you look at yourself in a mirror you're looking at the face of the cervix and there is a, a very special nerve called the vagus nerve that comes out of the the base of the head it's one of the 12 cranial nerves and it snakes down through your whole body and interconnects most of your major organs it comes down to the top of your womb wraps around the womb and terminates in the face of the cervix Mm. so when we are connected to our cervix and in particular like dropping into the face of the cervix we are activating awareness in this entire vagus nerve, which connects to our stomach, connects to our heart, our kidneys, our lungs, our throat. And so when we are dropped into the wisdom of our cervix, we are actually connected to the wisdom of our entire torso, our entire major body. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, pelvic wisdom is specifically just like tuning into our pelvis and like what, how is our pelvis guiding us? Um, And when we, when I talk about cervix wisdom, I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's, Bring it like a focus point just to the cervix and see what comes from there. And nine times out of 10, what happens for me and for my clients when I guide them to do this is cervix loud and clear will say like, we need to do this or this needs to change or why aren't you listening to the rest of your body, <laughs> like stomach is saying this, heart is saying this. Why aren't you listening? Mm. Um, cervix is kind of like the head mistress. <laughs> mm.
0: I love, I love that. I, I'm just sitting here being like, okay, wow. So. This vagus nerve, does that have anything to do with kundalini? I got the kundalini image kind of when you were saying that it snakes down the whole body to the cervix. Is the cervix then connected at all to the root chakra? Is it connected to the kundalini? Mm, I love this question. So
1: from what I know, is the vagus nerve actually taps into all of the places in the body where the chakras are. It's called mm-hmm. the God pathway, the vagus nerve or vagal nerve, it's also called. Um, so it's dubbed the God pathway because of the way in which it interconnects all of the major organs of the body and on this like spiritual sense, it's the inter it's the highway between all the chakras. Now the cervix actually sits in between the first and second chakra. So it's a bridge between root and sacral. Um, So when women come and work with me, very often we are working with those two places. So it's not just sacral energy of sex, sexuality, creativity, inner fire, Oftentimes, we are also working on safety in the body. Like, where do we belong? Where Where do we feel rooted and anchored in our life? Um, so, cervix is is like in between those two places. Okay, that's
0: that's beautiful. So the okay, so the cervix is a piece of this wisdom. Of the pelvis that serves as this doorway into the inner world while simultaneously activates our connection with the rest of our entire body. Yes? Yes. Well said. So what then is the power in a cervical orgasm? This is something that I've been hearing lately. Are you familiar with this? And what is the orgasm within the cervix? How does that Take, set this all on fire.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm like getting prepared in my seat here. <laughs> <laughs> so cervical orgasm is unique to the female body. There's nothing, zero equivalence in the male physiology. And cervical orgasm is not like clitoral orgasm or g-spot orgasm cervical orgasm so clitoral orgasm is very much like male orgasm where you like build up you peak and then there's like a descent Mm -hmm. cervical orgasm is more uh It's more about like a continuous opening. So if you think of like a never ending lotus flower, just unfurling and unfurling, that is what cervical orgasm is like. It is what cervical orgasm does is it actually activates the entire vagus nerve and so you it it can be I guess said an equivalent to a kundalini experience but this is cervically based this is from like the cervix through the central channel of the body rather than maybe the spine so when the cervix uh, is stimulated in the right way and the the you know the one with the cervix is open and relaxed and receptive and trusting and willing to completely surrender. What can happen is that the cervix, um, like the the vagal nerve endings of the cervix, become stimulated in a very beautifully. And Profound way. It, it's kind of ineffable. There's like really no words to d- describe mm-hmm. what it feels like, but I'll do my best here. It It is as though like this, like the cervix itself starts to glow and like open into more and more and more pleasure that is just not centered in the pelvis you know it starts to be like this whole body experience where the vagal nerve the vagus nerve is activated and the crown chakra becomes open because um you know the the, the vagus nerve terminates in the brain And so cervical orgasm is said to um, actually be the way in which female bodies are most available for, um, like, insight and psychedelic experience just from within their own body. So, you know, I've known women to say that they um, had visions, that they... um, you know, went to other dimensions, that they experienced, you know, things and not this normal reality from the opening of the cervix via this orgasm. And the thing about cervical orgasm is there's no real descent. So it's like you build up and then there's a plateau and then you can open even more and then you plateau and you open even more and you plateau and there's really no like, if, if you choose, it could go on for hours and hours and hours, just the opening, the opening, the opening. And, you know, it has been recorded of women being in these rapturous states for a week afterwards. You know, wow. it just, like, opens up the body so much to so much pleasure and sensation and intelligence that, um, you know, in, in, in my mind, it makes sense why the cervix has been ignored for so long by modern society because this is this is like the mystical experience of the female form that probably has been you know demonized in some way um, so cervical orgasm is available for everybody everybody can or cervically orgasm it's just so often we have so many blockages or tension or our heart is closed or we don't feel trusting and receptive um, that we're we're on we are unable to reach that state at the moment, um, and it all it also takes a while. It can take anywhere of like forty five minutes to an hour of like opening and stimulation and um, breath to get there. And so many of us don't have that
0: lengthy of sexual experiences. Yeah, and it's it's been really beautiful to witness, especially in this last year, how much the talk of self pleasure is being normalized for this exact reason mm-hmm. coming back to this place where our sex sexual organs are not there just to you know have babies and to have an orgasm but that literally in the in the female body this is actually a tool that we have to access higher levels of consciousness And this cervix is kind of there at the center of it all to, you know, this talk about using these practices to seek higher levels of manifestation, to help with business, to help with relationships, to help with everything. It's like, Everything we're seeking, we we know that we are our own medicine woman. That our body holds the keys. That uh, all of everything we need to know, the the wisdom is inside. Yet it's this cervix that does not get talked about that seems to be kind of the key to unlocking it all. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. I love that you mentioned manifestation because uh, I have come to know that one of um, so there are two different energy types that are held within the cervix there's centrifugal energy and centripetal energy so centrifugal energy is more of a drawing out energy it's the energy of the cervix that like draws the the baby out of the uterus it's the energy that draws the menstrual blood or the you know miscarriage blood out of the womb out of the body But there's also centripetal force, centripetal energy that draws into the body. So it's centripetal energy that draws the phallus into into the female body. It's centripetal energy that we can actually utilize for our own benefit where if we with our mind can just like drop down the central channel of our body like a stone falling through water and like landing in our cervix and then just visualizing with our mind's eye, you know, our cervix starting to spin in like a toroidal way. I I hope everybody knows what a torus looks like. If you don't check, look it up. but it's we can start to feel the energy that's being pulled into our womb, that is being pulled into our body mm-hmm. via our cervix through our vaginal canal, and we can use that energy to actually draw draw experiences, people, money to us. Um, it's been one of the biggest tools that I've used in business. Actually, is to like tap into my cervix and be like, all right, cervix, like, let's start to draw this into my body. Let's draw this into my experience. So I just wanted to
0: add that. That is so powerful. I know for me, I'm sure every woman listening to this right now, whether you're like walking or sitting or in the grocery store, all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, my body is magic. You're feeling <laughs> this like glow between your legs. You're like, oh my gosh, what? what is inside of me? It's like waking up for the first time. You're like, wait, I am a goddess. What yes. is happening? Yes. So yeah. I, I love that we just went there and talked about this power. And for somebody listening who they're like, okay, this is amazing. And also I've never heard any of this before. This wisdom of the pelvis, this cervix being the magical doorway to the infinite manifestations and higher levels of consciousness. (laughs) This is great, but whoa, this is really new. Mm -hmm. How do you, How do you start to cultivate this relationship to tap into this innate wisdom of the body?
1: Mm, Yeah, so it's very, very simple, actually. And this is what I guide all my clients to do to start with. This is how I started. The first thing that you... I invite all of you to do is just to start to bring your cervix into your awareness. Mm-hmm. So, so often most of us live our life and our body at the top of our body. We're like in our head, maybe we're in our heart sometimes, or maybe we feel our stomach because we have some anxiety or whatnot. But what I invite us to do is every single day, at least once, bring our awareness down, 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 to our cervix and if you don't know where your cervix is you can visualize your your um, your sacrum or you're like at the very bottom of your sacrum your where your tailbone starts and just either kind of like move forward a little bit or you can tune into your vaginal opening and just kind of like move up a couple of inches but even if you don't know exactly where your cervix is in, like in your awareness that's okay all I invite you to do is just to bring your awareness down to this place and just to notice like are you clenching are you clenching your yoni right now are your inner thighs tight how is your pelvic floor is that tight Like, let's bring some relaxation there. Let's bring some spaciousness there. Like, feel into your vaginal canal. Like, are you squinching around your cervix? Like, can you relax the muscles within your vaginal canal? And as we do this over and over again, uh, connection is formed. We're actually, like starting to form new neural connections as we bring our awareness down to this place. Because for many of us, most of us, we have never been given permission to bring our awareness here, even in mm-hmm. masturbation or self pleasuring, Like some of us like aren't actually even in our yonis when we're pleasuring we're like somewhere else. So every single day I invite you to do this. And the visual that I use is like, you can like bring your awareness into your the center of your brain And then, like I said a few moments ago, like a stone falling through water, we just drop it down Mm -hmm. and then we will land in our cervix. And I do this all Mm -hmm. the time. Like I will be in the grocery store in line and my eyes will be open, but I'll be like, I'm going to connect with my cervix now. And I'll just like bring my awareness down there. And I'll notice I'm like, oh, my legs don't want to be crossed anymore. Or like, whoa, I was like really like, cocking my hips and my cervix didn't like that. Um, You'll start to notice that your body will reorient as you bring your awareness here. Mm. And then the second piece that um, once you feel comfortable enough to is to actually start to touch your cervix yourself with your own hands. So, so often we'll just go straight to uh, like a, a crystal wand. Um, mm-hmm. But I actually invite us to use our fingers first because our cervix has been touched by a lot of people, lovers, mm-hmm. doctors, you know, like our cervix has been handled (laughs) and so like in the bath or in the shower one one day like just put your hand over your womb and say like body I would really love to connect to cervix right now and so I'm going to I'm going to enter you I'm going to I'm going to penetrate you I talk to my body in third person sometimes Mm -hmm. and like very very slowly just like enter your fingers into your vaginal canal and like bring them up as far as they can go and see if you can feel for your cervix. And the way you will know you touch your cervix is, um, so your vaginal canal, the tissue of your vaginal canal feels like your inner cheek of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you touch your cervix, it will it can be firm like the tip of your nose or depending on where you're at in your cycle, if you're more towards ovulation, the cervix will be a little more squishy like um, the flesh of your lips. So really, it's about exploration of yourself. Like, what is it like for you to actually stick your fingers inside of yourself? What is it like for you to deeply penetrate yourself with yourself? And mm-hmm. that is and, and whatever comes up, whether that's visions or memories or words you know maybe sayings like don't do that you're a dirty girl bad or whatnot like those are things to work with those are the pieces that cervix is like shining a light on saying like hey this is the shadowy parts that's preventing you from from connecting with me
0: right
1: um so inner awareness and physical touch are the ways that i recommend people starting
0: That was beautiful. It makes you wonder, doesn't it, how much the sex shaming as women we've grown up with constantly has kind of put this energetic barrier between us and our cervix. Mm -hmm. Like, it even seems crazy to go in there ourselves for a lot of women because it's something that, you know, was just taught. I don't know growing up you know like you don't do that or it's gross or it's weird or what is up there or like periods are gross or whatever it is and it's so wild how this energy of shaming the female body right there is putting a doorway between us and possibly our deepest power that we can connect to right
1: well at the same time like we should be open to be penetrated by other
0: people (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what is this? I love this term that you use that you kind of just demonstrated a bit where you give the visual of having stone coming through water, but you use the term, I'm going to drop into my cervix a lot. Mm. What kinds of situations or Places do you find that when it's not necessarily a very conscious thing of, okay, I'm going to tap into my cervix, when can this really serve you? When either tension is high or you're Mm. low energy or, you know, where you really are seeking guidance quickly and you say that, you know, I'm going to drop into my cervix right now. Really, what are you doing and why?
1: Mm. Yeah. So, um, the first part in terms of situations where this could benefit, I've actually, I actually use or I drop in I'll 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 speak to what dropping in means in a moment but when I need when I drop into my cervix the most powerfully is when I need to set boundaries when I need to be in my full power so if someone is like in your space or you need to um Stand up for yourself in some way, or if you're walking into a situation where you feel anxious or scared, or like there's an air of disempowerment, I will like really consciously be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to move from my cervix. And what I mean by dropping into our, my cervix, what I mean by that is just as I had mentioned, like literally bringing my awareness down to the depths of my pelvis, like down to like the base of my torso and keeping it there. So I have in the past, um, had a very chronic pattern of dissociation where I would just like pop out of my body and be on autopilot and, you know, things would work out. But that led me into situations where I was manipulated or people took advantage of me or I was walked all over because I wasn't in my body. Mm -hmm. But when I drop into my cervix, I am in my whole body. And when we are in our whole body, we are getting all of the information that our body is receiving from the outside experience. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yes... Connecting and dropping into the cervix for inspiration or, you know, just feeling really, um, powerful in your female form. Or, um, you know, if you're creating content or, you know, writing a blog post, like seeing what cervix wants to communicate, like what, what, what sort of creativity wants to be birthed from this place today. Those are all powerful practices. But what I have found is most powerful for me and what I have noticed has the um, biggest impact in my life is when I am out in the public and I am say like you're dressed nicely and you dressed up nicely for yourself and maybe you're you know you're feeling really beautiful and sexy and you go out into the world and there's like some people whose energies are kind of trying to glom onto you or you can feel how you can feel unsafe because of how radiant you are. Well, when I feel like that, I will drop into my cervix. I will like put an anchor down there. So that stone falling through water, I will actually envision like an anchor Mm -hmm. like a ship anchor dropping down and like kind of latching in there and like holding my awareness there. And when I do that in these sorts of situations where I energetically could feel unsafe. I actually feel so incredibly powerful and in my body and in my power and like a force that nobody can can deal with. So Mm -hmm. when we are in our full pelvic power via drop, it's like connecting to our cervix. um, This is when like the queen warrior emerges from archetype emerges from within us. And so, you know, there's many women out there who speak about how boundaries are difficult for them or codependency or, um, you know, not feeling like they can use their voice in certain situations. And I know for certain, just based upon my own life and my own experience, that dropping into our cervix and, and holding our awareness there and, and acting and moving and being from there changes all of that. Because then we find the courage to use our voice, to set those boundaries, to say no, to, to actually stand for what we stand for. Um, and, and that, to me, is
0: life-changing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you find is the kind of, you know, this work that you do with women where you help them really cultivate this relationship with their cervix. You just gave a good insight into like the power that can come from really living a life this way. But like, really, what are these things? Why do women come to you for this work and how does it affect things like, you know, their manifestations or their business or their, I don't know if you have examples or something, but just to kind of complete this, 360 full picture of this kind of work really what does if a woman was going to say okay actually I want to do this what would be that why what is the like where what does a life look like after you really like really do this work?
1: Mm. Yeah, so most of the women come to work with me because they have something wrong in their cervix, like cervical dysplasia or um, cysts or a polyp or whatnot. It's usually something physical that brings them to me. But I, I work with all women. You don't have to have something wrong to, to work with your cervix. Um, and I would say the, the overarching big picture... Uh, I don't want consequences in the right word. Like, uh, what am I trying to say? What you get from doing this work is full confidence in who you are as a unique woman being on this planet earth. Like we are a once in the universe experience, Like you, Katie, there's no one else in the universe ever before or ever will be you. Me, Danelle, there's no one that has ever been or will ever be me with my life and my experience. And what Cervix guides us to do is to fully and completely own that, to Mm -hmm. claim it and Mm. to bring it out into the world, like express it, like show the magic, show the brilliance, show the radiance, show just show like bring it out into the world and so the women that have worked with me long term what they have found is that their trajectory in business has actually changed where they realize that they weren't actually doing things in their business that they wanted to do they just thought they had to or that's what everybody was doing Mm -hmm. Um, that they will actually start to be more bold in their in their expression you know not Not try to fit into a mold, but be their unique selves, you know? It's like we look on Instagram or other socials to get inspiration, but oftentimes we just see kind of like this cookie-cutter, like, repetition of what people are doing. And what Cervix guides us to do is to, like... Just let us be who we are and to express that in the world as powerful women, you know, powerful, powerful, unapologetic women who have a, like a purpose here on this planet. Whether that's, you know, having a business or, you know, being a mother or just tending to a garden, we claim this purpose and we own it and we don't feel bad about it.
0: because so many uh, of us
1: feel bad about it.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love that description because, you know, this whole world of mindset work that we're doing and energy shifting work that we're doing, it's so powerful, but the cervix brings in a tangible element to this. Mm. That not something outside of us, or that doesn't just depend on our energy levels, It's right. something tangible within us that is legitimately our portal to the universe inside of us. Like life gets created on the other side of the cervix from <laughs> the portal of the universe. Right. You know, we birth it into this human form through the door of the cervix. It gives us this tangible thing that's like, oh my gosh, that is within me. I am powerful. And it's something to tune into where you don't have to rely on just your human self through the other techniques that we use. It's this beautiful like, here we go. Like, here's your key. Really use this. I, I think it's so cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just want to give a little um, warning. I, I don't know, just like a precursor that when you start working with the cervix, cervix will always show you what you haven't been wanting to look at first. Mm-hmm. So um, just be prepared that, you know, cervix cervix is a no bullshitting place of our body. And it will be like, oh, yeah, you don't want to look at that? Well, here, look at it. Um, and <laughs> we get to choose how we take that
0: information. Absolutely. So I would love to know if for kind of this final piece of sharing to really bring this all together, I would love if you could share a bit about the book. Danelle um, mm-hmm. is also an author. She has an incredible book all on this certain aspects of the healing journey. If you could explain that and then also where people can find you and different types of things that they want to jump in with your work.
1: Yeah. So my book is called Informed, Aware, Empowered, A Self-Guided Journey to Clear Paps. And it's, in essence, a guidebook for any woman who wants to heal their cervix themselves. So it is oriented towards women who have uh, abnormal pap smears. However, it is a wealth of resource Um, just for any person with a cervix who wants to maintain health, wellness, and harmony, energetic and physical harmony within this place of their body. Um, You can find that on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. And you can find me on Instagram at danelle underscore Barbara, or my website right now is cervicalwellness.com, although I will be changing the... um, the web address soon to danellbarbara.com, but I imagine by the time this comes out, it will still be cervicalwellness.com. And you can work with me in all sorts of capacities. I have online courses. I do um, long-term one-on-one coaching containers. I have single sessions. So if you just want to talk to me once, we can do that as well. And I have a whole host of free resources available of like YouTube, different meditations. Um, Yeah, I'm always putting out new content, new courses, and Instagram is really the place to find me.
0: Thank you, Danelle. Thank you for being such a strong example of what it means to lean into intuition and cultivate a power based on our inner world instead of what we think needs to be done from the external world and being Mm -hmm. such a strong leader for the divine feminine awakening right now and Mm -hmm. guiding so many of us back to this powerful portal within us. The work you do is so potent, so magical. I highly recommend check out Danelle. I will be putting these links also in the show notes. And again, thank you for being here. Thank you, Katie. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the world if you could leave a review on iTunes or Apple podcasts. And if we aren't connected on social media yet, come say hello on Instagram at katie underscore underscore Blair, or come visit the website at www.katie-blair.com. I highly recommend you put anything that pinged you from this podcast episode today into action ASAP. I honor you for being here and cannot wait to see you on the next episode.